This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. Today marks the third anniversary of the January 6th insurrection, when a violent mob of Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol and injured 140 police officers. The FBI continues to make arrests. It says three suspects were taken into custody early this morning at a ranch in Groveland, Florida. As NPR's Tom Dreisbach reports, the investigation continues. Rioters were bent on preventing Congress from certifying Joe Biden as the winner of the 2020 election over then-President Donald Trump, and many came prepared to do so violently. In the three years since, the Department of Justice has brought charges against more than 1,200 people. Most of those defendants, around 900 or so, have either pleaded guilty or been convicted at trial. The charges range from simply breaching the building to assaulting police, bringing guns onto Capitol grounds, and seditious conspiracy. The FBI is still making arrests in January 6th related cases almost every week. The Bureau has posted images on their website of rioters they believe assaulted cops and continue to ask for the public's help in identifying suspects. Tom Dreisbach, NPR News. The Colorado Supreme Court has determined that Trump's role in the attack on the Capitol disqualifies him from running for president again. The Supreme Court has agreed to decide whether he can be kept off the state's ballot. NPR's Carrie Johnson has more. This all revolves around part of the 14th Amendment that was passed after the Civil War to keep Confederates out of government. The language there says people who have taken an oath of office and then engage in insurrection can be disqualified from holding office. Some of the questions are, does that language actually apply to a president? Does Congress have to do something to ensure the candidate is yanked off the ballot? And did Donald Trump himself engage in insurrection three years ago? The Supreme Court in Colorado answered yes, and so did the Secretary of State in Maine, but other states have gone the other way. That's why it's so important to get answers that could cover the entire country. NPR's Carrie Johnson reporting. A group of American doctors is heading to the Gaza Strip, where the health care system has crumbled under the weight of Israel's war. NPR's Aya Petrari reports. Four doctors from Chicago and one from Philadelphia are heading to Gaza this weekend with the Med Global Humanitarian Charity, which has a field hospital in the southern city of Rafah. Dr. Zahir Sahlul, who's heading the mission, says people are dying in Gaza, not just from bombs and shelling, but because they can't get dialysis or treatment for asthma, diabetes, and heart disease. And then you have a shortage of food and clean water and outbreaks of the waterborne diseases that are happening. This is a catastrophe beyond description. The UN Children's Fund says tens of thousands of cases of diarrhea among kids are being recorded weekly now in Gaza. UNICEF says this combined with malnutrition and poor health across Gaza puts these children at high risk of death. Ayel Batrawi, NPR News. This is NPR News. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is on a diplomatic mission to the Middle East, his fourth in three months, as concerns mount that Israel's war against Hamas in Gaza could explode into a larger conflict. He began the week-long trip today in Turkey, Greece, and Jordan. Blinken is to wrap up his tour next week, with stops in Israel, the West Bank, and Egypt. More than 200 million Orthodox Christians around the world are celebrating Christmas this weekend. But as NPR's Jason DeRose reports from Tel Aviv, 
The celebrations are muted due to the Israel-Hamas war. This time of year, there are usually carols playing over loudspeakers and a giant Christmas tree in Bethlehem's manger square. But churches in the Holy Land called for more somber observances this year. Father Issa Thalgia is an Orthodox priest at Bethlehem's Church of the Nativity. He says Palestinian Christians aren't in the mood for Christmas cheer. Our sisters and brothers is dying, and small kids, they die daily. More than 22,000 people have died in Gaza, according to health officials there, since Israel began its military response to the October 7th Hamas terror attack. Jason DeRose, NPR News, Tel Aviv. Federal authorities have ordered the immediate grounding of Boeing 737-9 aircraft for inspection after an incident in Oregon yesterday. An Alaska Airlines jet had taken off from Portland when a window in a piece of fuselage blew out in midair, causing the cabin to depressurize. The plane returned to Portland and landed safe when, safely, no one was seriously hurt. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.